Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard for another in our series of America Fest interviews. And we're very excited to be able to uh, have investigative journalist Matt Tierman back on with us. Now, you remember Matt sat down with us for one hour, the full on Brazil special just a few weeks ago. Well, we saw him here at the event. I came up and said, Matt, what is the latest for Brazil? Is anything going on? There was so much going on. And thankfully, he agreed to take some a little time to mm -hmm. spend with us to give us all the details on Brazil because Matt, from what I hear, there could be stuff happening this very week. Thank you so much and tell us the latest. Well, first, I do appreciate always being with you. Uh, I, I thought your intro was great. I have one issue with it. Investigative journalist and close friend. I was at your wedding. Right? Nah, that's true. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Matt I was mean, at, We've been friends a long time. He, he, Polish Americans. He, he snuck in yeah. in the back yeah. and I was up getting married to the beautiful and lovely uh, Tiny Tay. I wasn't like anybody else that yeah. day. You know what I'm saying? I was dressed as a wing hustle. And I come over there. I come over and I say, is that Tierman? Who let him in? I got an invite. <laughs> it was a plus one. He was a plus no, one. No, no, it was not and, an invite. And, and, there, it was an island of misfit toys in attendance. It really was. No, it was really a lot was. of fun. That was a cool wedding. Though. That, that was, was a great fun. setting. We had, we had in, a, uh, in we, the Valley National Forge, Valley Forge, Valley Forge, Forge yeah. right? Well, the church by now. So, yeah, yeah, amazing. Bible. And you know, it's cool it's setting. you know for. Uh, a lot of the weddings people have, man, you know, they, they, they're a little bit too stuck up. Not, and not I love that ours was just fun. We yeah, it was fun, great. We had a fun, good Polish wedding. Oh, uh, yep. Well, from Poland to Brazil. Poland segue. to Brazil, right? Yeah, good segue. Uh, a lot is going on. Uh, the pod that we did, the, the hour we did, has gone everywhere. And Brazilians, as you've seen, are so engaged, even before what was gone on Which, now. And we should, by the way, tell, say to the American audience, that was translated into Portuguese, oh, yeah. and it's gone viral yeah. in Portugal. I mean, even when I did the Tucker... Oh, excuse me, Brazil. Even, even when I did the Portugal Tucker too, segments. Probably. Yeah, Portugal too there's a ton of brazilians here of course even when i did the tucker segments by the time i got home from the studio already they'd taken it off the web and translated and it had like millions of views that's it's crazy tens of millions of times it's been you know they're really really appreciative of you of tucker uh of emerald of steve of bannon because yes. we've been covering yes. war room one two three times a day uh and they really want the story to get out there because as we've talked about the revolution will not be televised we're now in day you know 50 something here of Tens of millions of people camped out in the cities and the squares, outside the military barracks, SOS Brazil trends every day on all social media because Brazilians are always engaged in social media and now it's just through the roof uh, given the volatility going on on the ground. And well, this and week, I, and since, since you and I spoke, and I'll just, I'll throw it out there that I did travel down to uh, Mexico City, had the opportunity yeah. to meet very briefly with Eduardo Bolsonaro. Yep. And, you know, really just said that we, you know, nothing, you know, secretive. I just no. said, we're, we're praying for you. Yep. We're praying for the people of Brazil. We're standing with the people of Brazil. We see what you're going through. And if there's anything that we can do, anything that we can get out, I, I'm more than yeah. happy to. And, that's and, what and I this to was a stage on. a few weeks ago where the Bolsonaro's were being very, very quiet. Since then, a lot has happened, including. Uh, so the big date, sort of what I thought would be the zero date was uh, on Monday the 12th, this past Monday right now, where uh, we're Sunday the, uh, the 18th. But on Monday the 12th, the court, the electoral court that we spoke about in depth, that's a subsidiary court, the Supreme Court, which has the same head of court, Alexander de Marias, who is an appointee of the same cabal. Lula Dilma Temer that let Lula out of prison so that he could run the same court pushed up the certification day from the 19th which should have been tomorrow one week up to that Monday this past week and, this, and, they, and they're trying to certify this they're trying to yep. run this they're thing trying to through. rush it through rush they're it trying through. to rush it they don't want any uh, verification they don't want to it's, yep. gotta, it's, they, it's they, like what happened in Arizona where quite, they said 
you know, they said, you need to verify this or you'll be arrested. I said, well, what's the point of verification if you're forcing yep. someone? Well, and, and by the way, and this is one of the things that should give the military constitutional allowance to invoke Article 142, which we spoke about, the sort of martial law uh, constitutional clause. Yes. Because the military has a constitutional right to audit the machines, the tabulation, the source code. And this court basically said, bugger off. They just refused to hand it over, refused to comply with constitutional law, which is what they've been doing uh, ad nauseum, ad infinitum. So ahead of the certification on Monday the 12th, on that Friday, uh, Bolsonaro did a speech at the Alvarada Palace, which is the Brazilian White House. And it was very, very powerful. He allowed the people, the protesters, to come into the complex, just come in and hear him speak very, very casually. And he gave a great speech and he made a great point that I've really tried to telegraph as much as I can, uh, where he said, how many times in history have we seen people protest, especially in Latin America, to keep the president, to keep him in power? We've seen so many protest movements all over the world and in Latin America, especially in the modern era, the pre-modern era, the last 40, 50, 60 years, to get rid of the president for corruption, for not transitioning, uh, you know, uh, uh, allowing the peaceful transition of power. Right. This happens always. There's never been a time in history where people came to this level of scale on the streets and said, no, we want our president. We believe he was freely elected and duly elected. We want him to stay. And then on that Saturday and Sunday, they held more events. They held a prayer vigil. And then he spoke more. And then on Monday, they had that certification. And then what happened was real interesting. The Supreme Court, the Supreme Electoral Court, the subsidiary court that oversees the election, arrested the head of the Givenchy tribe, uh, 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 Chief Cesare, uh, who's been one. And if you're watching any of this on Instagram or social media, he's in so many videos. He doesn't wear a shirt, wears body paint. There are several tribal chiefs who have become tip of the spear on the protest movement because they feel disenfranchised because many of them did vote for Bolsonaro, even though historically their tribes, their regions in the north, very, very poor, were left wing voters. But they weren't this time. Bolsonaro as a populist has brought the left, the center, the right together. And many of them voted for him. And then they saw the returns on the electoral website right after the election, said zero votes in those precincts, zero votes. So they started marching. They filed a petition with the UN Committee on Indigenous Rights because the indigenous have been used all the time by the global left. And this, this, the indigenous. this is there. They're in the Amazon basin. Exactly. The rain, this is the rainforest. Yep, yep. This is um, some of the most poor, poor area, right, but, but, but wealthy for, and natural But for resources. folks to understand, these are the people that uh, you know, it used to be the cause celeb exactly. of the left for the for the uh, throughout the nineties. And now their rights are being ignored throughout. You know, even into the early before, right before climate change. Took, and you and you hear DiCaprio and some people will bring yep. up the Amazon from time to time to attack Bolsonaro. Yep. Sean Penn. Well, here's the uh, Sean Penn, right? Right. Yeah, another CIA agent. Yeah. Um, and then on a Chavismo. You know, and so here are the people who actually live there are yeah. coming forward yeah. and they're telling you nobody what they it. want. Nobody expected it. They really and thought no, it was, it was the Hollywood and you know, et cetera. When it comes to oh this. no! Now, now their, their their rights are being trampled, and nobody's standing up for them. So they're standing up for themselves. They have special dispensations in Brazilian law that allows them a lot of immunities, and so they're marching. And this man, uh, for the chief of the Givenchy tribe, he was really, really vocal, leading protests outside Lula's hotel, uh, outside the electoral headquarters. So they arrested him, and they did it by design to create a provocation and to rile up the protesters. Protesters did not take the bait, but that night they sent down from the hills a uh, hired a uh, hired homeless people, Antifa. We saw gas masks. They set, I mean, we never saw gas masks the previous 44 days. And they set fire to cars and buses. They broke the windows of cars. By the way, those cars and trucks that whose windows were broken had Brazilian flags, had the Brazil was stolen flag. That's become an image of this whole movement. So it's obviously not the protesters breaking so their own cars. you're saying this is the left wing side doing this? was January 6th. Uh, as I said on, uh, I think I said on Tucker, I said on a lot of other shows, January 6th vibes really right here. These were people. You're who, saying in terms of infiltration. In infiltration okay. and trying to 
to create a false optic uh, of, of, you know, and then of course, dutifully, Globo Folha, the Brazilian mainstream press, and then sending this to Reuters who picked it up. Bolsonaro uh, protesters are violent. They're setting fire to cars. These were not people seen in, in protests in Brazil up to this moment. They came down, they created this wanton destruction and vandalism, arson, and then the media got the narrative. And you know how we know that they were not Bolsonaro protesters? Because up until this moment, we saw no violence, no arson, no vandalism, and no, then no, all of a sudden, no, that, that, they in come fact, in. when you and I spoke last, that's actually something we so were talking peaceful. about. How, they're prayerful. How it's they're been prayerful peaceful. Warriors. They're praying, praying the rosary. They're out there. I mean, they're 95% following Catholic. following their rights, constitutional rights in Brazil, right to assemble, right to protest, right to free speech, within reason. We don't have not the same robust free speech rights we have in the U.S., but very much like Europe, and protest is allowed. And that's what Bolsonaro said two days after the election when he came out and said, follow the Constitution. If you feel it's warranted, go to the streets and protest. Uh, he never conceded. Well, since then, it's only gotten worse. After that first night, the next day, Marias, the Supreme Court Chief Justice of both the Supreme Court and the Electoral Court, arrested four more people, uh, an, uh, a pastor, a couple of journalists, and an elected official who were protest movement leaders. By the way, these protest movements are organic. It's people coming to the streets on their own volition. There's no real telegram chats. There's no real astroturfing. Right, no... I was joking that's, uh, the other day. Uh, I said the same thing about China, um, that it, the way you can tell a protest movement is organic is if it's not on the news. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> and of course, again, we talked about the revolution will not be televised. Right. So the next day they arrest four more. The day after that, uh, 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 Marias puts out warrants for 80 protest leaders he's isolated and picked out. That day following, they had warrants. They were pre-dawn raided. Their devices were taken. Their bank accounts were frozen. They were deplatformed. And this is catalyzed, this gross overreach of a gulag state, which is what you and I have been talking about. If if Lula got in, it would be gulags within a few months. It would be Venezuela within a few months. Right. Again, these are the fellow travelers that which, Lula way, he's not even, not even all the way in yet. He's already exactly. talking about normalizing Venezuelan relations. Uh, once with with no conditions whatsoever. Castillo, the Peruvian uh, president, who and, tried and to, dissolve, as well, to yeah. dissolve the Congress, who then was like thwacked down by the legislature and the military and the law enforcement. Right, he very, tried very to quickly. stay in. And but by the way, it's out. so funny because he's another forum. So Paulo incubated communists like Chavez and Maduro and the Kirchners and Ortega and Morales and Petro and Boric and more recently in Colombia and Chile, respectively. And so Castillo. And it's so funny because the next day after that Peruvian attempted coup by the president, who's one of Lula's contacts and fellow travelers. After the next day, the Brazilian mainstream press started writing out he's a conservative. The guy's a Forum Sao Paulo activist, a Marxist activist. So it's really, it's really, I mean, they are grossly overreaching common sense, good sense, morality on every level. But these 80, uh, these 80 warrants that got uh, that got put out there and these, these protesters who some are jailed, some haven't been caught up. We had one pastor who tried to take refuge and claim asylum in the Israeli embassy. I mean, that's how, and he's, uh, he's on Instagram doing live streams, uh, but it's not seen in Brazil. It's only seen in the West because wow. they can't control the West. Uh, it's really, really a fraught situation. So there were holdouts that I know from my sources in the high command, close to the high command of the, like the Joint Chiefs of Staff in the, uh, across the military branches. There were holdouts saying, well, we don't want to do anything because then it'll be a military coup is how it'll be spun. And, you know, we'll work with Lula. We'll keep him in check. That's nonsense. After this, they realized, after Valdemar de, de, de Castaneto, the head of uh, the PL party, Bolsonaro's uh, former party before he became president, uh, he's come out and been very vocal. This is an elder statesman of Brazilian politics who Marias put on a criminal investigation list when they presented their evidence of fraud and fined the party 22 million reais, four and a half, five million bucks. Uh, you know, it's all coming to a head. I believe it will happen this week. It has to happen before Christmas. If it doesn't happen before New Year's, uh, then, you know, New Year's Day is when he's supposed so to be what, inaugurated. So let's 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 walk in. So 
Uh, what you're talking about is the military coming in using, and this is what's key, and people need to understand this because it's di it's a little bit different than our system. Totally different. Yeah. Where the military actually has a constitutional role. Yeah. Duty. In Brazil, responsibility. Duty and responsibility to be a check on elections and, now, and separated powers and, now and that's, that's what's going that's on not now separated to, powers to speak and it's not for one side or the other it's just to verify that election yep. was properly conducted yep. they have the constitutional endowed right to do so and they also have specifically the first lines of article 142 say that in periods of distress and instability in the country for instance a separated powers dispute by a out of control judiciary who's trying to censure the executive branch or the legislative branch it's the military's job because this is the institution society that's most governed by order discipline hierarchy and never forget the on the Brazilian flag it says Ordeman Progresso uh, interesting point about that on that Friday or that Saturday ahead of the certification uh, Bolsonaro came out and he didn't say anything uh, this was a Saturday and he lowered two of the flags he lowered the Brazilian flag and he lowered the Mercosul flag the South American sort of continental flag and he kept up the Brazilian independence flag that dates back a hundred years or so and that was a symbol that was a symbol and that was also a cry out to the military I mean we're fighting for our independence wow. here to not be a continental super, a communist continental super state with Venezuela under Maduro. And remember, we talked about uh, Monica Valenti, the secretary for Sao Paulo Forum in Brazil. She said in, in November, after the second round was done, that we're going to transition this and we're going to defend our democracy like we defend Maduro's hard fought Venezuelan democracy. These people really believe Venezuela is a democracy they want to make Brazil. Tells you everything. Oh, and the people on the yes. ground know that. They don't want gulags. They don't want Venezuela. They do not want the resources of the had a brush with socialism in the past. They had a military dictatorship. They had the yeah. dictatorship. They had socialism. It wasn't until the 80s that they got rid of it. And yeah. they don't want to go back to that. Bolsonaro has said, he said this to my, to me personally, he said it publicly, Eduardo says it all the time, Brazil will never be communist. And now we're seeing more even generals saying that. Generals are tweeting that, that we purged out the communists in their first insurgent insurrection in 1935 when it came from within the military. Then again in the mid-50s and then again in the mid-60s. They've been fighting this. It's like whack-a-mole with Latin American communists. And then it got worse in the 90s, in 1990, when the Sao Paulo Forum was founded. As the Soviet Union was breaking down, the Soviet Union supplied Cuba. It was sort of Cuba was the way that they were fermenting Latin American sure. Marxist cues, uh, coups and taking over and trying to install global communism. And Bolsonaro, you know, all the Brazilians know this history so, this so che well. Che Guevara and his motorcycle che Guevara, ride. Argentinian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kirchner's Sao Paulo Forum, Fernandez's Sao Paulo Forum. And they don't, they know what the, the future looks like. And the military is uh, General Fred Gomez, General uh, Hamilton Morale. These generals, many of them know what's up. There were a few holds at holdouts. And now it seems like they're all getting into line saying, you know what, we don't want to go to the Gulag. And by the way, Lula announced the heads of his military that would replace the existing military. So basically it's their so heads on So he's already looking to come in oh, yeah. and clean house. They publicly said this a few years ago when they were turfed out, Bolsonaro came in, many of them were in prison. Dilma was impeached and convicted. Lula was in prison before his appointees got him out under no grounds at all. They they annulled and vacated his, uh, his sentence. They expunged his record to get a, around the Brazilian law that no convicted felon could run for public office. They just did it willy-nilly. They just did it by fiat, by diktat. And so them doing so, the generals know that it's their heads on pikes if they do not 
act. Lula has said publicly, Dilma has said publicly, our big mistake when we ruled for 15 years was we didn't gut the military. We didn't take out the long-serving, you know, the 50-year-olds, the 60-year-olds who rose up in the hierarchy of the Brazilian military. Wow. We didn't take their heads off metaphorically and replace them with our guys. And that's we kind of where we won't make that comes mistake. from a little bit. He's career military. He's career military. Before right. he entered Congress, he was career military. So what they're talking about is not just any Bolsonaro, but any possible future Bolsonaros that might be lurking in the ranks. Oh, yeah. No, they, 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 they publicly said, essentially, we will not make that same mistake twice. And then they go out in a hubristic move. And Marias and these people are so hubristic. I'll tell you how hubristic they are. They let out. Uh, so there's been a few scandals. Obviously, most people know Operation Car Wash. But part of that connected to that was a scandal called Lava Jato, which was this massive, massive corruption circle of provincial governors, state governors, uh, legislators, uh, within people within uh, Balsa, uh, not, uh, Lula and Dilma's governments. And many of them were in snared in this, selling state assets. The guiltiest guy was the head of the Rio de Janeiro state, which is like the third or fourth biggest state mm. after uh, Sao Paulo and Minas Gerais and Bahia. It's right there at the top biggest states. This guy was convicted for 400 years for crimes against the state. 400 years was nice. serving like already just a couple of years. They let him out of prison this week on Thursday. They just let him out. This court said, you're out, you're free. And this is a guy who's friends with Lula friends with Marias. After the certification, Lula and Marias got together and partied with their friends who are communist lawyers of course. in uh, in Brasilia. I mean, th this is so over the top. And if you recall, we talked about this. Bolsonaro was a breath of fresh air in the legislature. He was able to spearhead legislation that allowed, uh, that pushed for paper and audible ballots. Dilma vetoed it, got sent back to the Congress. Congress overrode the veto with a massive supermajority. That never happens because Congress is so fractured there. Then the Supreme Court in Brazil uh, struck it, struck the law saying privacy concerns, which is a total fig leaf. It's a canard. Same as when Dilma, Dilma vetoed it. She said there was it would cost too much to put printers next to the machines. A $100 printer next to a $2,000 voting machine uh, is really obviously a fig leaf. What they really cared about is no auditable ballots, no paper ballots. And that's why when I was in Brazil last year before I was detained by Marias, people were marching in the street, give us paper ballots, give us auditable ballots. I mean, wouldn't it be amazing? Wouldn't it be amazing if, <laughs> you know, that was something we had across the world in countries that have issues like this. But when it comes to Brazil, how is it that these machines have been acted? I mean, it's like, you know, our, they were saying these are the machines that control the machine. Yeah. OK, well, it's funny you should mention that because I'm about to break a story. I'll give it to, uh, you know, Human Events Daily first. Boom. Uh, so I've breaking had, news. Folks. I've had some whistleblowers inside the electoral court. All right. And they've sent me caches of documents, much like the Hunter Biden emails that you and I worked on together. It's a lot to go through. And of course, there's a fun weekend in Chicago, by that the way. That was fun. That Trump, was fun. Uh, we were right by Trump, too. Uh, they're in Portuguese. A lot of PDFs. I have a team working on it. Uh, this great Argentinian forensic analyst who I urge everyone to watch. And by the way, uh, you can go to my getter. You can go to my Twitter. I've uploaded his rumble video. He did his uh, last breakdown of fraud and he talked to, he, he talked about the story a little, but we're going to go a lot deeper in the next 48 hours. Uh, and his rumble is all about all the frauds. He did this about four or five days ago. It's in English, Spanish, and Portuguese. I've shared it. He shared it. In, in outside Brazil, we can share it. We can find it. Uh, but one of the facets of the story was Oracle had a contract 
that was illegal because it wasn't disclosed to the public, it wasn't competitively bid. And in Brazil, if you have domestic contractors, uh, the, the barriers to getting the contract are lower. If it's a foreign contractor, a multinational, it's higher. They do not meet any of these contractual stipulations on procurement, and they were it was not transparent. So what we've discovered is that Oracle was running, as you say, the machines behind the machines. Yeah. Oracle was running the machines behind the machines. Wow. And we have the documents, we have the contracts, we're going to air them, we're going to put them up in the next couple days. And this is, you know, this is a big deal because this shows there was intent to circumvent a democratic clean process. And it is damning. It's, it's uh, the, if you want to talk about privacy concerns, it's zapping up everybody's personal data. It's communications devices that are uh, connected to the machines that are supposed to be islands unto themselves, that are not supposed to have external communication devices attached. Right. So there's a room in the TSC where it's controlled. All the machines are controlled remotely within the headquarters of this court run by Marias. And this is, and the military knows this, this is part of, and since we only have a couple minutes left, I'm going to make the call. My sources He's the tell only me, guess who actually checks the clock. <laughs> I, I'm used to, uh, He's used to being it. a Wall Street trader and knowing when four o'clock is coming with 30 yeah, seconds left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, what's going to happen this week, I believe, is they have all they need with these, uh, these warrants and mass arrests, mm. with the, uh, the military audit being blocked by the court, wow. with what they know that I know about these mach this machine in a secret room in the electoral court. They have what they need, and Barias and the communists, they are who they are, they are communists, are grossly overreaching in such a way that even the, the generals that are on the fence have now come, had their come to Jesus moment. And they are now getting ready to take kinetic action. We've already seen military, you know, uh, the reserve, military reserves were expanded. When they opened that up, the site crashed within an hour because so many people signed up. We've seen troop deployments to the border, to the Venezuelan border specifically. So there are troops, and of course, the Globo and Fulha are ignoring it, but then some of their people send do social you think, media. Do you think there's a real possibility that Venezuela could commit troops? Venezuela and Chile have both said that if Lula's not seated, they will attack. Now, Chile, there's no will, and, and Boric does not like, have the kind of control Brazil. of the Chilean military. He's a 35-year-old or so, you know, young Marxist revolutionary from the Sao Paulo Forum whose election was probably defrauded in his favor as well. So what we, we talked about I don't think Chile, day, Venezuela might. But Venezuela, we've talked Venezuela about might. before. They're buffering the Venezuela that, border that, right that now. With Venezuela, that South America is on the brink because th with the instability that we're seeing Peru and Brazil, that you, I mean, you're seeing, you're seeing a low level civil war break out in Peru right now. We yep. don't know if it'll spill over completely, but with Brazil, with Brazil, what you're talking about could actually, it could spill into a civil war, which which Venezuela then intercedes in and becomes a regional conflict. And, and, and proxy wars among proxy wars inter internally among the countries in the continent. Now, what I think what happened in Peru uh, as it affects Brazil is that when Castillo was thracked down by his legislature, the military law enforcement, what I think that did was it emboldened the military in Brazil to be more comfortable to invoke Article 142. My call is that I believe that this week, the week of Monday the 19th, before ahead and of by Christmas. The way, to total coincidence this is all happening at the same time. Total coincidence. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, you know, like spreads of uh, COVID or flu. Right, right. As, um, as, 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 as we know, there, there are, there I, are no I believe, conspiracies. I believe that invocation of Article 142 will occur this week and uh, Brazil will see itself under martial law and most of the citizens of the country will be thrilled about it. Because 
because they're a lot more scared. How is of, how is the of, Biden administration going to react to that? No, that's when the real war starts. That's when all of a sudden you're going to get a lot of attention from global media, BBC, yes. Washington Post, State Department, UN, EU. And by the way, nobody said anything about the civil rights being abused of the people freely protesting the indigenous tribes. Nowhere is Amnesty International, Human Rights Watch, Open Society, uh, you know, Organization of American States. They're nowhere on this. But the second military uh, uh, rule will be invoked as a stabilizing of society. Then all of a sudden you'll see with Article 142's invocation. Then you're going to see the global media get activated. And then we're going to have to fight. My call is that it will be invoked. And my other call is that Bolsonaro is going to have to step down. And he's going to have to say, hey, it's not me. It's the military. It's our constitution. A caretaker government will be put in place, maybe with a retired judge who has a lot of faith from the masses, like Sebastian Coelho, maybe to be a military general. But it is widely supported by the people. Then they'll have to hold new elections for president. And I think that will play out in January and February. Matt, you planning to go down? I'm hoping, yeah. I'm you might hoping. go down. I was hoping to go down already, but my calendar was, you know, I wanted to be here with you. Yeah, to be here. Uh, to be we in New York this, for the white, to York. honor you. We had a big well, thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, so, but yeah, I'm hoping to go down. I know if I went down right now, I'd be arrested immediately, which was kind of the turn on about it. But, I mean, that's the thing yeah. I'm going to say. Yeah, like you and Davos. Like me and Davos. Like you and Davos. But I would but like where, to go down. Where there. can people yeah. follow you, assuming you have not yet been arrested by the Brazilian uh, Brazilian Federal military police. Federal police. The federal police are the ones that Marias uses. M-A-T-T-H-E-W-T-Y-R-M-A-N-D at Getter, Twitter, Bannon's War Room on a daily basis because we're covering this. Uh, Gateway Pundit, by the way, is doing a great job covering this. And you guys at Human Events Daily are doing a great job as well. So. Appreciate it, Matt. Chase. Chase. Look, a lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees, but it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works. And that starts with you and where you spend your money. In less than one year, Public Square has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never cancel you for your political views, Public Square is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. And here's the best part. It's absolutely free. Just go to publicsquare.com, publicsq.com, download the app today, create your account, and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. We can't always change the world, but we can change how and where we spend our hard-earned dollars. Begin your search at Public Square today, publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com.